This is In the Know for Monday, June 19, the 170th day of 2023. There are 195 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast. On Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. Give you a chance to win. Look back on Father's Day. That and a whole lot more coming up today. Here on in the know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. It's my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. We've established over the years that you don't have any allergies. I do not. You're not allergic to poison ivy. I am not. Why are you covered in calamine lotion? I think I got into a bug's nest. A bug's? You're going with <laughs> bug's nest? Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, okay. So. How, how long are you going to? Uh, how long are you going to maintain that it's the a bug's nest as that you got into? As long as I have maintained that I don't have allergies. Until a physician says, <laughs> "No, you got, girl, you got poison ivy." Uh, but okay, we'll, we'll yeah. call it bug's bug bite. But Doctor Alea has been treating you she with has. the calamine lotion. Yes, bless uh, its heart. Full white coat, stethoscope, yes. glasses, and everything. Everything. So yes. she's uh, she's been a pretty good. Yes, pretty good been the best. Yeah, yeah couldn't good. ask for yeah, somebody better to take care of. He is a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Shelbyville. Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Try it again. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Did I get that right? Were you in Shelbyville for basketball? Yeah, multiple places in Shelbyville, yeah. Yeah, all over the place. Did you say hi to my Aunt Phyllis? I did not, know. Okay, right, so. uh, but I do give props that I, I walked into the gym and uh, there was somebody who was refing the game that wasn't wearing ref clothes, and I looked closer, and it was Chris Gaither. Oh, he, he'd gotten out there, and I guess one of the refs had to take a break or something, so he stepped out there, and he was refing himself. He was doing it all, huh? Yeah, it was interesting. His team was playing, though. His team was playing, and In he was game, refing. Yeah. I bet he was harder on his team. I, I would imagine he that he probably been. was, but yeah, it was interesting. That would yeah. be the way that he would. So, a little Cougar basketball over the weekend for Yeah, they, they uh, played four games over the weekend. They lost the two I went to on Saturday, but ended up beating Chris Gaither's team on Sunday. Morning, and then lost a close game to Mason County, who's always a really, really good team up in the, the northern portion of the state. Are you now scouting for one of the NBA teams? Did you get picked up like as yeah. a stringer scout for the Watching for the Travis Bulls Perry. or somebody? Was Trav- yeah. Travis Perry was, was he the real deal? It was it, he was good, but I mean, you could tell that he wasn't going all the way mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. just because. I mean, if we're being honest, Lyon County's one of the best teams in the state. Grayson County not there yet, right? Could be in a couple of years. But uh, so it was. Uh, he clearly was was saving it for some some later opponents. You don't want to get. Not only that, but you also don't want to goof around and you know ruin your season on a summer game. So yeah, and I know you gotta, it was interesting. You know, Matt Painter from Purdue was there watching the Cougars. Obviously, clearly, clearly. I, I mean, I because that's what I asked. the The school bus had to take the team to the other one, and I asked the coaches when they came in. I said, "Did did did you not give Matt Painter the ride over? I assumed he was following you all." It's funny how the scouts didn't follow I, along. I didn't know. That's crazy. Uh, we had a rainy morning. Uh, it was a bit of a rainy overnight, and we may have rain off and on throughout the day today. 100% chance of that. And you've probably already seen some in your neck of the woods. 
It'll be mild today as well, 75, then an overnight low of 68. May get some rain into the early morning tomorrow. And a high of 77 tomorrow. May get all of our rain for the month of June in about a 36-hour period. Uh, we did have some last Sunday, so I can't uh, can't say that entirely. But we need it. And uh, it's welcome. Then we'll get rain out of the way, 75, 77. Then first day of summer has a 40% chance of rain, maybe an afternoon shower. First day of summer is Wednesday with a high of 78, then the high of 78. Friday is 82, 85 on Saturday, and then 88 on Sunday, so still not overly warm. You know, highs in the 70s for most of the early part of the week and highs in the 80s for the second half of the week. So that's um, that's good. Seeing, I'm glad we're not in the southwest United States because they're having a major heat wave. They're in the 110s and 120s down in southern Arizona and uh, New Mexico and those areas, so... The southeast has some power outages after some big storms move through. So some of the southeast United States dealing with some tornadic activity, but then down around uh, portions of the southwest, they are they are hot. So as far as I'm concerned, they can keep the hot temperatures down That's there in, in the desert where you expect them to be. Because the Reds were down there in Houston. Oh yeah, they were in Houston. So, I mean, down they had to bring the red hot in there. They did. They made it. They made it hot. Uh, National news, we knew that Secretary of State Blinken was meeting with uh, Xi Jinping, the president of China, to try and disarm or de-escalate tensions between the U.S. and China. That meeting already took place today, and both sides are saying they were committed to trying to figure out how to repair uh, relationship between the two. Uh, I figure the tug of war over Taiwan is going to continue, and so long as that is not solved. You're going to continue to see some some tensions, but at least we're talking, and that's probably mm-hmm. the most important part is to keep the dialogue open because when dialogue stops, then you start trying to imagine what might be going on on the other side, and then it leads you to perhaps making decisions that you would not otherwise make. Also saw that uh, Nikki Haley, she's a presidential candidate, and she's a you know, former member of the uh, former diplomat in the Trump administration, former governor of South Carolina. I did not know that her husband is still uh, full-time Major Michael Haley. He is being deployed as a staff officer with the 218th Maneuver Enhancement Brigade, which the National Guard says is providing support in the Horn of Africa. So her husband, Michael Haley, is deploying to Africa for what will be pretty much the remainder of her presidential uh, campaign, no matter you know how that goes, whether she gets a nomination or whether she uh, you know uh, goes to the primary and does not. But I thought for someone as important as I would consider Nikki Haley to be in the national landscape of politics, my guess is if they wanted to, they could, they probably could pull some strings and get him assigned somewhere else if they wanted to. But they're not. They're saying. His, his job is to serve in the National Guard, and he's going to the Horn of Africa, and that'll be that. So thank them for their service. All right, news headlines closer to home. The name of a man shot and killed late Friday night on Mount Zion Road has been released. State police are, police are leading a death investigation after a female shot and killed 48-year-old Basil or Basil Ashley, formerly of Litchfield. Fern Creek in Louisville is, was listed as his current address. This happened on Mount Zion Road, about 10 miles southeast of Clarkson. So this happened Friday uh, night, about 11.15. Uh, 
and it happened at a residence in the 1200 block of Mount Zion Road after a female notified Grayson County Dispatch that she twice shot Ashley. She told dispatch she shot Ashley in the leg and chest. First responders found Ashley was deceased. He was pronounced dead at the scene by the deputy coroner, James Embry. The sheriff's office then requested state police respond. The preliminary investigation showed a 45-year-old female shot Ashley after he forcibly entered a bedroom occupied by the resident. Also revealed that Ashley and the female were at one time in a relationship which had a history of domestic violence. The emphasis was this was not a random home invasion, and the case will be presented to a Grayson County grand jury. The body was transported to the state medical examiner's office in Louisville for an autopsy. So, you know, the the line that I took there was the case will be presented to a Grayson County grand jury. If the preliminary investigation includes most of the details in this scene, you know, if if, if it's being presented as, historical relationship with domestic violence, current home invasion into a bedroom sounds like a self-defense shooting to the point that the individual then called dispatch and said, here has, here is what has happened. I need, I need your help. And then investigators show up and do their job. That sounds to me like quick dismissal by a grand jury. Like if I'm on the grand jury and I hear those details, I'm like, be, be on your way, you know, but now that perhaps there's something else in the investigation that's not in the preliminary that we'll learn, but that's otherwise sounds pretty simple and straightforward. That's why you have a grand jury, though. That's right. That's why uh, they make the big bucks. No way they make the same bucks as everyone <laughs> else. So it's, uh, bucks a day. it's the same same jury duty. A Caneyville man is facing a host of charges after he strangled a woman into unconsciousness, threatened the victim with a knife, and assaulted a child. This happened Saturday night about 1130. First responders were dispatched to West Maple Street in Caneyville after dispatch received a call from a woman saying a 27-year-old Kyle William Bratcher was holding her and her three children against their will. During the call, according to a citation, could be heard uh, Bratcher could be heard by the dispatcher throwing her around the residence. Police knocked on the door multiple times, announced their presence. After no one answered the door and fearing for the safety of the female and three children, they forcibly entered the residence, made contact with the female and the three small children in the back bedroom. Bratcher was arrested uh, prior to being taken into, uh, resisted, arrested, arrest prior to being taken into custody. Uh, The victim told police that Bratcher had arrived at the residence after attending a party. The victim and Bratcher began to argue, and uh, things de-escalated from there. An arrest was uh, made. Over $1.3 million in road work is, I said, de-escalated. I guess they actually escalated from there. Over $1.3 million in road work is slated to take place in Grayson County. The transportation cabinet is scheduled to begin paving work uh, and uh, landslide repair along with routine maintenance on several roadways. The District 4 maintenance supervisor uh, Bo Warren said last week that uh, undergoing paving work will be Barton Run Road, Foxborough Drive, the work on Barton Run Road will begin at mile point zero and extend south for about 2.1 miles. Foxborough Drive will begin at mile point zero and extend about a half a mile. So Rocky Hill Estates Road will be getting some work, apparently, and some slide repair will take place on Old Layton Road. About $1.3 million for the transportation cabinet. And th- by the way, this is the week that they're expecting for the 
work to continue on the 62 project between Litchfield and Clarkson. Well, and then I drove over the half bridge. The new half bridge? Yeah, which it, it's a little weird. Driving over a bridge, it's half a bridge. Yeah, I drove over it Friday as well. And um, there's a weird chicane to that little area there right now until they get it all smoothed out. But they did the demolition of the old half of the bridge. Mm-hmm last week and so now we'll be building that back and so it'll be nice uh when it's when it's finished an ohio county business owner previously convicted in a sex trafficking case involving a minor has been indicted by a federal grand jury for rolling back miles on vehicles he sold at car lots in beaver dam and bowling green a federal grand jury in bowling green returned indictment indictments against 60 year old randy huff who is the owner of Huff's Auto Sales in Beaver Dam and Southside Auto Sales in Bowling Green. Also indicted an employee, 50-year-old Donnie Wilson. Each were charged with wire fraud, conspiracy to commit odometer tampering, and four counts of odometer tampering. The indictment states between June 2018 and January 2023, they aided and abetted by devising a scheme to defraud the buyers of used cars by fraudulently reducing the mileage shown on the odometers, thereby including the buyers of the vehicles to pay more than they would have if they had known the vehicle's true mileages. Now, we talked about this after the arrests and investigation. You know, now the indictments have been made. And I was thinking about the old days where you actually literally had to roll them mm-hmm. roll them backward. You know, you could... You know kind of how that works, but in the computerized era, it made me wonder. Well, how do you how do you do that with modern vehicles? And it says, as part of the scheme, mechanics working for Huff reduce the mileage shown on the vehicle's odometers by swapping the odometers with lower mileage replacement odometers. And after altering the vehicle's odometers and titles, he and uh, other employees sold the vehicles to customers at their two auto lots, leading to larger profits for Huff. So I guess you can buy replacement ones, and then you probably falsify them and say, oh, let's say 18,000 miles and throw it in there. Did you also put sawdust in the gas tanks and have a daughter named Matilda? (laughs) No. Wasn't it sawdust in the the gas tanks for Matilda? I think he – I was going to say that was going to be the one more for her, knowing Matilda. I should know this. I think Matilda's dad did that, and then I think he also would put sawdust in the the gas tank because that would make him come back and have to get – work done on the car yeah i heard sawdust in transmissions but it was was it sugar you put sugar in tanks or yes is that what it was sugar in tanks or like candy bar was always infamous you could drop a candy bar really mm -hmm, down in i think that's a fable is it true a single candy bar can mess up a i mean i've never done it myself wow but can't say that i don't know anybody that did you want to try it on sam's car not particularly. Okay. <laughs> Governor Bashir has announced that the state is seeking proposals from private sector organizations interested in helping Kentucky expand its electric vehicle charging network. The governor and the transportation cabinet issued a final RFP to build up to 37 stations along Kentucky interstates and parkways. The Most of the money to build the network will come from federal formula funds made possible by the bipartisan infrastructure law with a match by private entity funds, proposals will be due by close of business on August 24. The EV charging program, RFP, encourages proposals from private sector entities. Selected parties will be responsible for constructing, owning, operating, and maintaining new EV charging stations across the state. Yeah, I mean, if the, if we, you know, the governor says we're the 
uh, car battery capital of the world. And we may very well be. Clearly, a big investment being made in it in our neck of the woods over in Glendale. Uh, but electric vehicles are going to be hard to have until you have a network of charging stations. It's one thing to do them at home, but what's limiting... We're, we're a driving, you know, we're, we're a driving state. We don't have mass transit. We don't, you know, we're rural. We cover lots of miles. So it's different than driving in town where you go two miles to the store and you can charge your, so the charging aspect of that has to be solved, but it's not just Kentucky where that has to be solved. We like to also leave the state. So you won't need to know that you got a charging network that you can rely upon when you get out there in your, in your Fred Flintstone battery car. You don't want to be Fred Flintstoning when your battery <laughs> runs out. It can, it can wear your feet out in a hurry. Kentucky seasonally adjusted preliminary May 2023 unemployment rate saw a slight uptick. The preliminary tw- May of uh, 2023 jobless rate was 3.8, up 0.1% from April, but unchanged from last year at this time. Bob Huggins out as the coach at uh, West Virginia basketball. A suspicion of drunken driving arrests was the latest incident that led to him. Probably an understatement, too. Yeah, it was. Um, he, uh, yeah, it was like point two. I think two one zero. That the legal definition is suspicion of drunken driving until he's found guilty, et cetera. But yeah, point two one zero is what I said. I'm like, holy moly! I understand. Isn't point one zero? Isn't is that well, is that well, I the, think .06 is the limit in Kentucky. Is that the limit? I think I in Kentucky. Know. I don't so. really know how those calculate and how they work out, but .210 sounds like a lot. Yeah, to yeah, me. that's you're gone. And so he um he was already in trouble for a comment that he made on Cincinnati Sports Radio. I uh, just regular radio. It, it was on Bill Cunningham. Oh, I see. Okay. So, um but it it was making reference to Xavier. Yeah, cuz he was Cincinnati's coach and he Yeah. So he made had a, a reference to their fans. He made a slur. Um, he made a slur, and so that was like, "Oh, you can't do that." So anyway, it's it. Huggins issued a letter and said he he had embarrassed the university, embarrassed himself, he'd embarrassed his family, and he was going to step away. So probably time anyway. Joey Hart, a six foot five, one hundred eighty pound guard from Linton, Indiana, has signed to play for the Wildcats. Um, called a sharpshooter. Being added to the Calipari roster, is this a good get? I mean, you you need bodies. That's good. That's the biggest thing that you need. I mean, it's if anything else, come on and hit a couple threes. Sure. Uh, eighth straight win for Cincinnati yesterday down in Houston town. The um, De La Cruz and Fraley both drove in three runs in a three-run tenth that uh, gave the Reds a 9-7 to win over the Strohs. Eight in a row. Eight in a what's row. Not, have they, well, not won eight in a row since, what, 2012? Correct, yep. Wow. Uh, America's team. That's what they're, That's what they've been dubbed as. They're exciting. So they swept the Astros. Yankees got swept at Boston, buttheads. And, uh, uh, yeah, and again, obviously, it was everywhere. You know, we have to put that on national TV 14 weeks in a row. Uh, by the way, I didn't see I didn't watch any Yankees uh, for the weekend. I'm busy doing other stuff, but I was curious. The Saturday game that got rained out was supposed to be on Fox. The Sunday game was supposed to be on ESPN. 
Do you know how they covered those yesterday? I think local did Sunday, and and, the, the, and then ESPN still did the night game. Did obviously. the night game last night? So. Yeah, yeah. I even saw some people, and again, it's just like it's nice seeing the Red Sox and Yankees every time, but it's also nice to like let's see some of the younger talent too. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of really fun young players in the game. The U.S. Open had my attention all weekend. I was watching it until the uh, final uh, shot last night by Wyndham Clark. Wyndham Clark, I think, 29 years of age, uh, had considered quitting the game for a while when things weren't going his way after the passing of his mom. And so he was he was solid. He had opportunities to falter down the stretch, and he was able to seal the victory. So Wyndham Clark at the Los Angeles Country Club wins the 123rd U.S. Open out on the edge of Beverly Hills. So congratulations to him. So anyway, there are your headlines from the weekend. We're going to talk father's day when we come back here on in the know today is juneteenth it's uh, officially juneteenth national independence day it uh, commemorates the 1865 announcement of general order three proclaiming freedom from slavery in texas took that long for the word to travel across the uh, country down in texas and so today is a uh, national holiday i guess it's the third version third time that it's become a national holiday So uh, probably mail is disrupted today. I don't know about banking. I do know um, I I heard a little bit earlier. So you just might want to call ahead today before you go somewhere. If it's uh, one of those those entities you deal with that could Mm -hmm. be impacted by the national holiday calendar. Today is also World Sauntering Day. You talk about sauntering around, doing different things. Mm -hmm. It's Eat an Oreo Day. We almost did that yesterday. Almost. We opted for so the close. cheesecake instead. But I guess that leaves the Oreo dessert as a potential for today if really we were to want to celebrate. You really picked cheesecake over Oreos? It was, yes. well, Oof. yeah, but it was also, we were taking it somewhere. So. Yeah, we were taking it to an event. Hmm. And today is Garfield the Cat Day. Is Garfield the Cat. Is it his birthday or something? Garfield the cat. It's the it's honoring uh, Jim Davis's fat cat comic strip on the anniversary of its debut in 1978. And I want to say that his debut was his birthday. I think Maybe. if my memory's right. I've actually gotten Alea to watch some Garfield, so I've been out on the um, and doing things and just turned it on, mm-hmm. and she enjoys it. Garfield, uh, you know, he'd say. Big fat hairy deal, or you know, something <laughs> like that. Lasagna. Going to say Garfield is my favorite non-sports cat, but then I don't know that that's entirely true. I think I like him better than Tom on Tom and Jerry. Sylvester. Are we excluding big cats? Sylvester. Are because we, are we excluding like large big cats like Simba? Oh Simba. no, no, yeah, yeah, okay. so, yeah. I, right. I mean more like domesticated uh-huh. house cat. Okay. Like if I were, I'd seem like Garfield is. Seems about right. Um, Alea yesterday, out of the blue, went back for more Rabbit of Seville. Like she said, come into my shop, let me cut your mop. And that was her way of saying, uh, put that on again. Mm-hmm. So we, we, put that, mm-hmm. we put that on. And then we ran out of time to get to dinner, but I was going to share with her hillbilly hair because I think once you learn Rabbit of Seville, you need hillbilly hair. She also learned that I can do a little Bugs Bunny. So then it was on demand. Oh, yeah. Okay, talk like Bugs Bunny. And then it was you know, on and on. But I did get 
I have known for a few weeks that my Father's Day gift from Alea was was in the works. They took care of it before school was dismissed for the season, which they've done the last couple of years. Last year they made the they took their handprint and made fish. It was like a fishing Father's Day, and it was this, it was very cute. This one, uh, <laughs> there are two two different sheets. It's which one do you want first? Um, I me and my dad, I guess, is the one I probably want first. I want to snap a photograph. Uh, so Aww. it's a picture of she. It. It's a picture of she and I that she's colored, and I would just like to pay. I'd like for you to pay special attention. Uh. It looks very much like her, mm-hmm. and but on me, you'll notice <laughs> strategically there are eight total hairs. You're like Homer on, Simpson on the side of my head. Uh, there's four on the left side, four on the right side, and so apparently this is what she thinks I look like: only hair on the side, I mean, which is about right. Which which one's which? Yeah, I was gonna say it's, it's kind of spot on. So that. Uh, but apparently, several people noticed the strategic placement of of the hair. So <laughs> I it, liked it. Is it? I a, love is it. that a bowling pin or your tie? Oh, it's my tie. It's We're tie. definitely oh, yeah. definitely That's wearing a definitely wearing a necktie. His tie, rather. And I was wearing a necktie. So let's see the other one as well. So I was a. Uh, and by the way, I'd like to say, yesterday she came charging with these, uh-huh. like she was on a mission to deliver them. So then I got also got presented. Um, a message to my dad says, you're the best. If I had to choose words to describe you, they would be the best, loving, and great at popsicles. <laughs> Which is a true statement. It I, is so true. I, I, am, I am great at popsicles. He has always been. So he, he even does the train. He comes through and he goes, <laughs> choo-choo, and the whole nine yards. Sure, popsicle train coming to the station. Yes. It's funny. She said, if I had a million dollars, I would buy you a new truck. I said, what color would the truck be? She said, black. I said, yep, you know you know your stuff. She loves it when we go on a ride, and I that means gator ride. We get, you know, load up and go for a ride on the gator. And then, perfect. If I could tell you anything, it would be, I love you so much. So, anyway, I thought it was it so, is the sweetest It is ever. the sweetest thing. So, it goes in my collection of things that she has gifted me. Over the year. So thank you to Alea for that. I think we should just do this for the rest of the show. All right. right. It looks about as good. It's kind of spot on. It's a a very close facsimile. Started the day with uh, church with um, uh, Taylor was uh, over for church. And then, uh, of course, uh, my dad at church. And we celebrated fathers. I won the prize yesterday for having the most coins in my pocket. I won with a whopping one cent. Now, Ralph already won a prize. He had 50 cents in his pocket, but he was disqualified because he had already won another category. So then that defaulted to me with my one cent. So that was nice. Very, I couldn't tell you last time I changed my pocket. Well, (laughs) I only have change for my pocket, change in my pocket. If I have my keys in my pocket, I always have one cent. Because for our copper wedding anniversary, she gave me a 2012 U.S. penny with our initials and our wedding date on it. And it's a keychain, and so it's on my keys. So if I've got my keys, I've got at least one U.S. cent. So that's uh, that's that. And then 
lunch with Taylor yesterday. Then we had uh, extended family, uh, mom and dad. We had dinner at mom and dad's, and uh, Marita was there. And so, anyway, it was good. Med barbecue. Mm. Tried some new barbecue sauces. That so was good. And we had ice cream cake. Uh-huh. Someone predicted it correctly. I said, oh, my mom doesn't get ice cream cakes. What do we have? Ice cream cake. I don't know why. I just had that feeling. And then she gets it out, and I couldn't help but turn and look at him and go. Aha! I told you. Yeah, so she was right. (laughs) Avoid using this confusing workplace jargon. Jargon by its nature is a type of language that is exclusive to professional circles. The most confusing examples of workplace jargon surprised me me on a couple of them because I thought "These these are not obvious. One, boiling the ocean. Never heard boiling the ocean. Don't know what boiling the ocean means. Do you know what it means, Sam? Like, I can context clues what, like, it's impossible to boil the ocean kind of thing. Maybe. Uh, herding cats. I've heard that. I don't know herding cats. That's uh, self-explanatory. I've seen it done. Yes. Oh, I thought you said I've you did. I thought you said you didn't know that. I was like, oh, oh, yeah, I definitely know that. Ducks in a row. Sure. Know that. Move the needle. I mean, in our business, we know move the needle probably uh-huh. before ever, anyone. Even though we... We don't have a needle anymore. No, nah, we? we got uh, fancy graphics that move back and forth. Ducks in a row, move the needle, run it up the flagpole. Yeah, everybody knows run it up the flagpole, don't they? I don't know that I've ever heard that used. Drinking the Kool Aid. <laughs> Definitely yeah. have heard that. Uh-huh. <laughs> out of pocket. Yep. So I know out of pocket twice. One, you got out of pocket expenses, and then but then that's a way of excluding. That your absence. I'm out. I'm out of pocket for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Building the plane while flying it. That's one I got a little tired of during COVID. I got to tell you. Throwing spaghetti at the wall. And is the juice worth the squeeze? I've always wanted to throw spaghetti at the wall because just like, to see. Yeah, because well, the, they say that's when it's finished. Uh-huh. If it's al dente, yes, you I've throw done it at the I, wall. Yeah, I've done. I've tried that before, Does and I work? think I read that. I want to say I watched, like, you know how Food Network does, mm-hmm. like, the science out in Brown, and I think he said that that's hogwash. Okay. I think, it like, is. the science. Well, I guess that won't be Was it in a fit of rage when you no, threw your skyline was, at the wall? Yeah, and... I, would, n- never. Did, that, were you that trying? Be, yes, were you yes, trying? Yes, yes. I, was, I, I, I had read that. it somewhere, okay. and it might have even been at the restaurant, because where we would make our pasta, there was a huge white wall, so I think ah. I took one out and threw it up against and See, uh, my thing is where um, I, we, well, I... Where I boil pasta, I don't make it, is my own home. So I'm not trying to throw anything on my own walls. <laughs> but Sam, in your case, yours was a professional endeavor. Yeah, we were, you trying, were trying to see to, if it, you were we wanted to, to make sure our mac and cheese was cooked to perfection. You were trying to deepen your professional knowledge. Mm. I, I got it. I applaud that. Uh, Tic Tac is launching a new Sprite flavor. No. Tic Tacs have been have been entertaining churchgoers for hundreds of years, Mm -hmm. and now not just your basic white or spearmint or whatever color they are, cinnamon. Now you get Sprite version. Okay. Well, we weren't allowed to have Tic Tacs. It's because they're noisemakers, right? That's Mm -hmm. why you got to you had to have quiet candy. If if we were even allowed that, yeah. Papa saw you. Yeah. So we went from Tic Tac to Tic Tock. A Tic Tocker is shocked comparing ingredients in American ketchup versus Canadian ketchup. Yes, there is a difference. A lot sweeter in America would be my assumption. Well, it's interesting. Heinz in America has tomato concentrate from red ripe tomatoes, distilled vinegar, high fructose corn syrup, 
corn syrup, and then salt, spice, onion powder, and natural flavoring. Canada Heinz has tomato paste, sugar, vinegar, salt, spices. And so it's the high fructose corn mm-hmm. syrup and the corn syrup, which gives ours the sweeter. But if I will tell you, if I get away from Heinz, if I get anything from Heinz, like the recipe changes, I just go, that's that's not real ketchup. Because I want what, I, like I'm conditioned to expect Heinz ketchup, but apparently it's different. Different places that you go and apparently in different countries. So ketchup's going to come up again on the show before the day is over. So hang around for that. Got your chance to win. Got the weekend box office. Got uh, chart toppers, pearl of wisdom, points to ponder, and more before the show is through here on In the Know. Did you know Kraft produces enough Cool Whip each year to fill the Grand Canyon? I would love to see the Grand Canyon filled with Cool Whip. Me too. I would love to see it, and I would love to have a big spoon. I like Cool Whip more than I should. Yeah, I mean, I, I like it all, but maybe Ready Whip instead? No, oh, no. Mm-mm. Mm. See, Ready, Ready Whip's a whole lot more fun. Mm. It is perhaps more fun, but I don't find it to be as good. But now that's just me. Thicker. I kind of like the idea of taking the Cool Whip and just dumping it out on top of something, mm-hmm. and it... It maintains its shape. I mean, and let's put it this way. If you went and you asked Alea, would you rather have the Cool Whip or the Ready Whip, and you explained it to her, I think she's, she's going with Ready Whip. She's going to say no to both. Mm. She doesn't like it? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> well, it's a whole lot more fun. That's. that's I mean, she true. might want to spray it on But it, think but about it. That's a lot of to a fill lot. the Grand Canyon cool whip. a year? I don't think I knew that you liked Cool Whip that much. Yeah, I do. I so don't know why. It's actually um, a low-fat, low-calorie. I put. I had a little bit left over. Um, and I put some in the freezer. Yeah. So it, it's a really great diet substitution for ice cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. So there's some in there. It's I had good. no I idea like that you. Yeah, I like it. That's, That's weird. Uh, well, one of my fate, my favorite dessert that my mother makes. It's in the title, French Cool Whip dessert. Yes, but <laughs> I thought that was just kind of like a mama thing. I mean, it's one of my favorite desserts that she makes, without a doubt. Maybe my favorite dessert that she makes. Uh, the weekend, uh, let's give away. I'll tell you what, let's do something different. I don't want to do the water cooler question today. Uh, I am intrigued by the phone starter, and this will come back up in the point to ponder. But here's what we'll do. Um, what did we end up giving away on, on Friday? Nobody won. Oh, that's My right. memory's right. We haven't given away Beach Bin in a while, though. All right, let's do Beach Bin. Uh Text your answer to 270-259-6000. Of all the entries, we'll draw out from one, so everybody will qualify to win. 270-259-6000, but here's what I want to know. What foods do you mix together that horrify other people? <laughs> you know, So I'll just give you, like, peas and mashed potatoes is pretty common. People put peas and mashed potatoes together, and I don't find that to be horrifying. Oh, okay. I'm not saying okay. that. Other people may look at that and go, oh, especially people that don't want any of their foods to touch. If they saw peas and mashed potatoes together, they would be Mm -hmm. horrified by that. So I'm asking you, what foods do you put together that horrify others? And text that answer to 270-259-6000. Scrambled eggs and ketchup. Yeah. You know, that's more of a recent addition for me. I didn't used to do that, but I have done that more recently. 
that um, and um, scrambled eggs and grape jelly. Right, let's don't let's don't talk a whole lot more about it because I want to see. I may be asking you the question again. Is what I'm saying. Oh, so, but I want I want a sampling beyond this room of what you know people put together on. And no pizza and corn don't count at school. That's not what I mean by. To, you know, it's weird. They always serve corn with the rectangular well, pizza at school. That's not mixing them together. Sweet corn and Pringles. The weekend box office: The Flash at number one with fifty-five million. Elemental at uh, number two. So Disney does not win the weekend. Elemental took second with twenty-nine and a half million dollars. I don't know that they've done a good job marketing that film. I don't. I don't think there's been as much of a run-up or build-up to Elemental. As some of the others get. So, The Little Mermaid was still at fifth. Uh, Spider-Man 3, Transformers at four, Little Mermaid at fifth. Guardians of the Galaxy still. So, there's still a Disney influence there, obviously, in the top ten. But Elemental comes in at number dos. Number two. What else? Oh, Avatar apparently is a new series on Netflix. Avatar The Last Airbender. The Netflix drops the first teaser for the live-action series, so you can see that. This was a little bit past my time. A little, like, I was a little too old for this. Avatar Airbender. Mm -hmm. This would have been more of like Anna. Just a little bit younger than me. Like, Anna probably, if she would have been a Nick kid, would have watched this. Gotcha. I did see last night, Alea was playing with uh, Mom's phone, and she was playing with the filters, (laughs) and she turned herself into Avatar. Mm. She is dying to watch. And she's not at the age yet, but she is dying to watch the Avatar movies. Yeah, not exactly ready. No. Well, Pete, these are different than, like, the Disney Avatar. Yeah. Right. The guy, yeah. Uh, Pete Davidson charged with reckless driving for a Beverly Hills crash. So, apparently, uh, Pete's out being uh, doing bad things. King Charles and British Royals own one-sixth of the earth. I had no idea. King Charles III and the British Royal family own... Um, Ninety percent of the land in Canada. I didn't know that. They, I mean, they're still technically under, like, right under British rule, because their anthem is still "God Save the Queen." Mm-hmm. And well, King. Uh, King now mm-hmm. they changed it. Six point six billion acres is what the the British royal family owns. The Catholic Church worldwide is only one hundred and seventy seven million acres. Of course, they own them in small plots. You know, mm-hmm. they own cathedrals and blocks rather than lots of. But there was another group that stood out to me that was weird. Um, do, 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 there was a farm. The Australian Agricultural Company owned seventeen million. So a big farm company like that with only seventeen million that came as a surprise to me. Sam, did you see the headline where the uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates bus driver? Was I missed arrested? this until I saw it this morning. Yeah, uh, so the Pittsburgh Pirates DUI, bus driver too. was arrested and charged with DUI while transporting the team to Milwaukee. You can't be it doing that. It was interesting, too, that he, he's from North Carolina, huh. which is just, it's interesting to me as to how, like, how that all ties uh, in. All worked out. All right, uh, we're going to get to a break. We'll come back. Got Point to Ponder, got Pearl of Wisdom, got Chart Toppers, and we'll find out what weird foods you put together that horrify others, and we'll find out our winner. Coming up here on In the Note. MB's Point to Ponder for today. You'll not be surprised. My Point to Ponder was, what foods do you mix together that horrify others? 
So I wanted a sampling uh, broader. Now, I'll tell you, some of you took this to a complete place that I would have never imagined that it might go. Mine was going to be, and mine was going to be, and I don't do this very often, one, because I don't have bologna very often, but I like to put ketchup on a bologna sandwich. Like, instead mm-hmm. of Miracle Whip or I mayo, I would put ketchup oh. on bologna. I'll put mustard on my bologna. You do? Okay, so. I do mayo, mus- uh, mayo I mean, or mustard. Especially I, a fried bologna. Yeah, I will do mayo, but, but some, that yeah, I, over the years I've done that. I, I mean, you got to think that bologna is not that far off from a hot dog, and you put ketchup on a hot dog. That's kind of what I was thinking. So I didn't, um, I, I just thought. But now, some of you, we had a lot. Um, some of you are kind of nasty. Some of it is. Uh, <laughs> I did like it. I think it was funny. Hummus and anything else. Yeah, hummus is sometimes kind of horrifying, but I've gotten to like it a little bit better. I like hummus. Um, I love it. What was that? I, I thought mustard and scrambled eggs was a unique proposition. But probably wouldn't be bad. It probably would not be bad, yeah. but I would have never considered putting it together. Uh, peanut butter and pickles. Um what there were a bunch. I'm trying to. They're coming in so fast. I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Coffee on biscuits mm-hmm. is one. I see. Uh, bah, bah, bah. What was that one? Um, oh. We had one that was uh, putting. Let me see here. I had it too up. It was putting. Uh, gosh, no, I've even lost it. Yeah, something happens now. I've gotten. I've gone back in time. Hang on. Honey, what were yours? Did did you have one that you thought that would horrify other people? I mean, I I think the jelly with scrambled eggs for people that that don't get it because it turns it green because I use grape jelly. Mm-hmm. Someone else sent that one in as well. Um, ketchup with eggs. I mean, I like barbecue sauce on plain bread, but to me that's not weird. Yeah, but I don't know. Here's a one. Bacon bits on their chocolate pudding. Oh yeah, I glanced at that one too. That was one that was really weird. Like bacon you know? bits on chocolate pudding, like Doritos and oatmeal cream pies. Ooh, yeah, nah. Oh, I would so do that. Doritos yeah, no, and oatmeal cream pies. What yes. I'm wondering is, do you like open Don't up the? Don't you cr- dare I, I make fun of ketchup on bologna, then. I didn't make fun. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, no, I would definitely, and I think you would have to lift the lid. <laughs> I think you lift the lid, put the Doritos on. Right? I I do like that one person just said, I just mix all the food together on my plate. All the food just, together. I mean, yeah. I can do that. All right, so I guess I need to pick a number. Uh, what am I picking between? Uh, let's go 1 to 37. 1 to 37 is uh, 34. And 34 is the number. So congratulations. Will, do you want to know who that is? No. Nah, I mean, no, nah, I, eh. I don't need to know. It's between you and the person. So I guess somebody will just be surprised they'll get a text message from us. Yeah. On television today, on E! Black Pop, celebrating the power of black culture. Also on AMC, the series premiere of You Are Here. Coleman Domingo travels to Savannah, Georgia to celebrate the end of Fear of the Walking Dead with friend and co-star Kim Dickens. On PBS, the season two premiere of The Great American Recipe. What's that on? Completely missed season one. PBS. I'm sure it's so, pretty good then. On KET, WNIN, like whichever K, uh, PBS station you use. Today's highlight in history, this date, 1964, the Civil Rights Act of 1964 was approved by the U.S. Senate, 73 to 27. This date in 1775, George Washington was commissioned by the Continental Congress as commander-in-chief of the Continental Army. 
in 1910. I already told you it was the troops in Galveston heard of the abolition of slavery and the uh, Civil War being over this date in 1865. The first ever Father's Day was celebrated in Spokane, Washington, this date in 1910. The Federal Communications Commission was created this date in 1934. It replaced the Federal Radio Commission. Birthdays today, Hall of Fame race car driver Shirley Muldowney is 83. Felicia Rashad is 75. We know her as Claire Huxtable. Ann Wilson of Hart is 73. Kathleen Turner is 69. Paula Abdul is forever your girl and 61 today. <laughs> Boris Johnson is 59 and Macklemore is 41. Hmm. Gone but not forgotten, Mo Howard in 1897. Hey, Mo. Lou Gehrig in 1903, Lester Flatt in 1914. Let's see if we can find a chart topper. I hear, you know, I hadn't thought of barbecue on bread, but that seems like that would be well, okay. I mean, if you go to the barbecue restaurant, they'll, love you, they'll usually give you a slice of white bread with it. Yeah, I saw uh, George Lindsay the other day was talking about a mayo sandwich, just put mayonnaise yeah. on Ugh. on sandwich yeah. and just... Or to even further gross you out with a little tomato. Oh. Like, why? Poor bread. 1960, the Everly Brothers, number one, with Kathy's Clown. Sam draws the line at ketchup smoothie. He'll go no further than ketchup smoothie. Pretty much. A tomato smoothie, also known as ketchup. Let's go to 1969. Elvis Aaron Presley, number one. On a cold and gray Chicago morning, a poor little baby child is born. In the this is one of his bigger ones. Bigger one, you know. It's a good song. It's just not one of his. And his mama cried. You know, I like Kentucky Rain more than I realize that I do. I heard, uh, uh, you know, when I hear it, I go, I forgot it. I like that song. Yesterday, I saw they were doing a feature on Ed Sullivan. It's like the 75th anniversary of the launch of the Ed Sullivan show. And they were talking about the era when Elvis first came on the show, but they booked him like five times in one year or in a couple of years, and just it was an event. All right, everybody get ready to go to Financial Peace University. Get your envelopes out. 1978, Jerry Rafferty and Baker Street. In the similar way that Werewolves of London is completely a KSR thing now, this is completely a Dave Ramsey thing. Better than I deserve. Once again, it's funny in the same way, Baba O'Reilly by The Who Mm -hmm. was always the evening sports talk in Cincinnati. Lance McAllister, that was his. Really? So with my dad, when we listened to it with dad, every time I'd hear Bob O'Reilly, that's that's all I can think of is Lance McAllister. Uh, so it's Bob. funny that you get those songs that uh, connect with radio. Bob O'Reilly, they used to play that Yankee Stadium a lot, too, during break. Randy Travis, Forever and Ever, Amen, number one in 87. You may wonder how. I know you don't care. I can promise you now. You mean Sam. You mean Sam doesn't care for it? No, I do not. I do. I love it. You do? Yes, absolutely. That's the first country, one of the first country albums I that like I ever I feel like I know owned. you at all today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Yeah, up. because I listened to that album 
back and forth when I was running back and forth at Morgantown back when you know, I was in my druthers days. Oh, you're going to double it up now? Mm-hmm. Oh. You don't like you don't like Tracy Chapman? Give me one reason. I don't know. It's not number one, nineteen ninety six. I don't know. It's not. Give me one well, just a little too slow. Do you prefer Fast Car by Tracy Chapman? Yeah. Hmm. It's weird. Fast Car slash slow song. But it's talking about fast things. <laughs> you got a problem with Tracy Chapman? Mariah Carey, number one. We belong together in 05. And let's get to 2014. Problem, Ariana Grande and Iggy Azalea were number one. All right, NBC Pearl of Wisdom for today says, You will never plow a field if you only turn it over in your mind. You will never plow a field if you only turn it over in your mind. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.